that was one beautiful chick and well. I'm not being offensive <laughs> oh my god I'm um, not being offensive was... I'm literally saying I'm not being offensive it was a beautiful but... chink like a chink or is that Isn't not a word clink <laughs> 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 yes. Okay. I, oh no. I, we may need to start oh, the God. podcast again. <laughs> no. What's it all? Um, <sighs> clink, 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 clink. I made up for it. Apologies for Vix's language at the start of the episode. <laughs> apologies for the fact she's about to spit her drink out as well. Um, I did the clink at the uh, start of the episode because uh, apparently my acoustics are better. So, welcome to, oh my god, drum roll please, I don't have drums, uh, to episode 40. We are on episode 40, we have done 40 of these bad boys. Can you believe? I mean, it's only taken us... <laughs> it's is it five say, years? We should be on like 120 by now. We should be on loads. <laughs> but hey, 40 is what we've got. Exactly. So, I turned you know. 40 last year. Yeah, I mean, I don't in know the how time we've been doing this podcast, RuPaul has done 3,865 <laughs> episodes of Drag Race in 24 different languages. <laughs> oh, well. We're um, here now. That's the main thing. So... How are ya? I'm pretty good, thanks. It's been a good week. Well, I say good week. It's I've I've survived. That's the main thing. It's uh, Thursday. It's Thursday evening, so we're near the weekend. It's the end of May, so we're kind of ramping up for the summer. Hopefully, we'll get some warm weather. Across tomorrow. The what you mean, serious? Sunny. Really? Yeah, Is that not just tomorrow. like Brighton? Is that just Brighton weather or is that like full on UK weather? I don't know what the rest of the UK is doing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just bright. But Brighton's going to be sunny. I think everywhere's going to be a bit warmer tomorrow. And, you know, the Queen has Mm -hmm. like told the weather to like be Mm -hmm. better for her platy-juby. Fair enough. And I must admit, Carol did say earlier on this week that it would improve by the weekend so there you go and if carol tells you 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 want to believe her carol kirkwood bbc and did you see she got engaged i saw that i was like don't steal my thunder carol to see what i did there steal my thunder weather oh oh girl girl Mm, love it mm, love it mm, (laughs) nailed it so many levels (sighs) um so yeah so you're well Yes, no, pretty good. Surviving's probably the more accurate term, you know. It's your birthday soon. <gasps> Clang. <sighs> it is, but do you know what? You know how now, Pip. You know how important a birthday is to moi. Mm-hmm. Can I let you into something rather big? <gasps> now I haven't Ooh, told you always. any of this yet. I love going into the big things. So, obviously, birthdays, big thing, need to celebrate, possibly three weeks plus. Mm. So, obviously, we were going to meet for my birthday, but then, obviously, we thought, actually, both got kind of stuff going on, might be worth worth us delaying, which we are doing, because we're going to meet a week later. And, but also, you know, 
The Queen. The Queen. She, did, she scheduled that whole bloody jubilee thing. Well, it's Not amazing. even thinking to ask you about your birthday. I know, but she's given me a whole, like, four days for my birthday, which is fab. That's cute. Yeah, so I've had that, like, a couple of times in my life so far, which has been pretty good. However, this birthday, I now have nothing planned. <gasps> oh, no. And we're, like, a week away. Everybody's cancelled on me. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm I'm silently dying inside, but trying to say, stay as sane as possible. Hence why there's probably a triple gin in here. You know what? With the old queenie thing, mm. you know, I think you're going to get wrapped mm. up in the celebrations and yes. also just drinking really heavily. Well, that's what I was thinking. I might just stay in like some sort of buzzy, constant drink status for the four days just and maybe treat it like a bit of a challenge. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for four to five years. So. Well, that's true. That is true. Yeah. No fries on me. So, you know, if you're doing it for 45 years, I can do it for four days. Why not? <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but we're seeing each other the week after, which will be amazing. Yes. yes, I really can't wait for that. Mum's night off. Brighton, here I come. <laughs> Fabulous. Yes. Um, and what are you drinking tonight? Because obviously you're going to be, like, easing yourself into... The hardcore drinking this weekend. The stupor, yes. So, <clears throat> I think I've had this before on the pod. I, in fact, I might have had it last time. I'm really quite enjoying... Um, I think we've had it a couple of times. Larius gin. It's a Spanish gin. It's mm. a lush. I think you were drinking gin teenies. Yes. Yes, yes. So, yeah. this one, I have gone all Portuguese and I have my Larios gin with sumol, which is a sort of fizzy passion fruit mixer from Portugal just because I'm feeling a little homesick uh, from your little holiday mansion yeah so um. I just thought I'd kind of bring on the the stupidly expensive imported drink just to make me feel a little bit better Work. and yeah it's probably about triple gin because I may have not stopped when I should have, but never mind. Because <laughs> you're not, you're not messing around with those legal measures. Oh no! Well, if you think about it, really, as well, if it's going to be a proper Portuguese drink, you got to do it free pour. There's no point in doing measures. They don't have those things out there. Oh, I know. And why should they? I don't know. No. Well, I know. Exactly. No, I love a free pour. Oh, I love a free mm. pour. Oh so god! That's lovely. So, what are you drinking tonight, Pip? What's what's well, the, the the wine of choice this evening? I'm still drinking Viognier, but it's Oves, a different Oves. label, which I find hilarious. Because, Ooh. you know, some people, including myself, who don't know a lot about wine, would go like, oh, well, you know, it's got a frog with a hat on, on the label. So <laughs> that's going to be <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> oh, so it actually... Oh, oh. It does have a frog with a hat it on actually the label. And it's not just like a frog sat with a hat. It's actually a full-blown oh, no. gentleman's outfit. Yeah, stood next wow. to a table uh, with a bottle of wine on it. It's called Elegant Frog Viognier. It's from Sainsbury's. 
and I even know the price. I did my research. <gasps> so it was £8.50, and mm-hmm. it is now on special offer for £7. Oh, Philip, well done. So, yeah, Good it's very investigative nice. skills. It is. So, is this so? Can we can we just have a slight taste test opinion? So, compared to the normal, taste the difference that you have. Okay. Um. Here we go. Come on. Mmm. It's wet and it's alcoholic. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So we won't be doing taste tests on the podcast again. I know, I can't wait for the wine tasting for the uh, wedding reception because <laughs> I'm just going to be like, it's all good to me, love. Yeah, and uh, the, the, oh, the, the spit bin bucket. Oh, the bin bag, I'm gasping. Yeah, the spit bucket be dry. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'd be like, sorry, I keep forgetting to do that spit thing. <laughs> it's rude like to I'm spit. I'm going to spit it out, please. Yeah, don't spit anything else. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I think I've maybe had too much gin already. Sorry for that. I'm only halfway through my drink. (laughs) Oh, dear. Anyway, moving on. So that's what we're drinking. Um, So... What else is going on? (laughs) I've completely forgotten everything that we're supposed to be talking about. I know, it's fine. Don't worry. I've uh, I've got the list, Pip. It's fine. (gasps) I have a list. And I've written it in pink. So... (laughs) I don't know why I told you that. Oh, it's going to be one of them. I've had too much gin. Okay, so um, so there is one thing that uh, you need to share with the listeners, which we thought was very important, before oh, yeah. we go into this week's podcast. I think you need to do that now so you can get it off your chest and we can kind of carry on with this worthy piece of information being shared. I can't poo. No, that's not it. Um... <laughs> Out of everything you could have said, that's it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, Lord. I have a recommendation. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's probably already watched it. Apart from maybe my podcast partner in crime. Uh, excuse um, me, I have seen all of them now. And work, okay. I watched them all on the same night. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yes. Right, okay. So... For those people that have been living under a rock or don't have Netflix, uh, there is an amazing series on Netflix called Heartstopper. I'm obsessed. I've turned into a teenage girl. <laughs> as has my fiancé, Warren. So we... It's, uh, it's an eight-part series. British, very important to say, on Netflix about two young boys discovering their sexuality but unlike anything else in the past to do with (laughs) gays no one really gets beaten up no one really dies like there's no kind of trauma it's just joyful and lovely which is very rare in um, gay storytelling so that's why we kind of became obsessed with it we've watched the entire series three times now (laughs) <laughs> we've bought all the books there were lots of books graphic novels but books um, so we bought the books I'm this far away from buying a t-shirt and tote bag I'm that obsessed um, and it's gone huge like crazy 
and everyone should just watch it. It's amazing. It's just been renewed for two more seasons, which is just delicious. So, yeah. Um, yeah, check it out. It's on Netflix. It's major. Yeah, and, and the, the episodes are, are like cute. half an hour long, so it's very watchable. Yeah, and the characters are, so, are very cute. It's a very easy yes. watch. It's a lovely watch, like you say. You know when you just want to have dinner and watch... You don't want to watch the news because the world's just Ugh. in turmoil. Okay, cannot watch, watch the Watch Heartstopper. It's lovely. Yes, watch Heartstopper. Um, the music is really good, Julie, as well. Yeah, yeah, it is, actually. So, um, it's just got everything. And it is. And I just adore it. Oh. It's very cute. Yeah, no, I yeah. do. I did really enjoy it. It was a good recommendation by you. I appreciated that one. It was good. Yes, and now we're going cold turkey because we need to have a little break before we watch it again. But we will watch it again. And again. <laughs> and again. And again. And again. And again. And again. And again. <laughs> but yeah, so check it out. Check it out. Very good. That was a, definitely a, a good recommendation, I say. So, yeah. Service. Okay, so what that's... Are we, uh, what are we talking about on this episode? Because well, we've done books and... No, we haven't done books. Films, no. TV, music, podcasts. Yeah. What are we talking I mean, about who, this who really... I mean, I, well, you read books, to be fair. Uh, I have, Since <laughs> well, I've had a child, novels. I don't know how... <laughs> graphic novels. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still Teen a fiction. <laughs> you, you still have to turn a page. You do, actually. You know... Yeah. And but one of the Heartstopper books, so they're not all graphic novels, some of them are like actual books, but the graphic novel's quite thin and very easy to read, like you can read one in half an hour. Oh. Um, but one of the books is like an actual book, and I pulled it off the shelf, because Warren bought them all, pulled it off the shelf and I was like, oh god, this is really thick, I hope it's got big writing. <laughs> <laughs> really, it didn't have big writing. Oh, babes. So that was, I've, I've hit a bit of a... Oh, I hit a bit of a wall on that one. But, uh, I am getting through it, but yeah. Anyway. It's all right, it's all right. You can do it, you can do it. Power through. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last time I picked up a book, I think I think it was, you know, The Gruffalo. School. So, oh, yeah, okay, fine. All right. <gasps> I, used, I used to be such an avid book reader. I used to be a right bookworm. When I was on holiday, I'd read, like, hundreds of books. Yes. So well, you and I used to, didn't we? When we used to be on, when we used to go on our little jaunts together, we used to completely yeah. ignore each other and read books. Yes, I think I read a book in a day. Yeah. One day. Yeah. We had well, music on. We'd have wine. We'd just sit and ignore each other, reading our books. I think the problem is, is that you you get up, you fanny around with your phone, you go to bed, you fanny around with your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go to sleep. Really. Yeah. I can't remember who I was watching TV the other day, but they were like. Leave your phone in a different room. Oh, yeah. Read a book. And I think he was... It was Stephen Bailey, the stand-up comedian. He was on Sarah Cox's book show. Ah, uh, so yes, yes, read yes. read books, I watch programmes about books. Um, <laughs> but I think because he's a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. he has time in the morning, so he will wake up, stay in bed, but read for an hour in the morning... And then, obviously, we'll do gig a gig at night, and then yeah. he'll come home, and mm-hmm. the adrenaline will be going, and so he'll read for an hour before he goes to bed. I was like, oh, God, I wish I could just do that, because yeah. I love a good book, but they all sit there on the shelf just going, you're never going to read me. 
Well, uh, mine are still in removal boxes since we moved nearly a year and a half ago now. <laughs> so I think I beat you. Yeah. At least yours are out on a shelf. Um, they are. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> but yes, no, The um, funny enough, uh, with you saying about Steam Billy, I was listening to our one of our favourite podcasts, Tom and Sue's. And oh, the lovely light-minded friends. Absolutely. Love, love, love. Uh, and Susie was going on about how she's completely obsessed with her phone and she leaves her phone in another room on flight mode, would you believe? Overnight. Because otherwise she'd stay up scrolling till God knows when. And uh, she started doing that because she can't trust herself on her phone and she goes to bed without her phone. Oh, see, I'd be worried if something happened. Well, this is what Tom asked her, and Tom said, you know, what about if there's an emergency? And she goes, well, uh, I'd hope they phone Alice. And I was like, oh, so you're relying on your wife. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think I could do that with Lawrence. Lawrence sleeps through, like, anything. So there's, I mean, I'd get scared yeah. if he's going to wake up if the child's, like, screaming. So, you know, yeah. I don't think I could do that. <sighs> well, I don't know. Well... Well, I mean, we did say that we often read books on holiday. Oh, look at him doing oh a segue. Special. Lovely little seg. Lovely little seg. Looking segs. Uh, yes, yeah, so we decided that as it's coming up to the warmer weather, even though it hasn't quite got here yet, we hope it will soon, that we talk about holidays because we're so... Well, I mean, I'm saying we're so desperate to go on holiday. You have gone on holiday quite a few times since lockdown has lifted, haven't you? It would be so nice. Um, yeah. So I went to Guernsey. I was going to say, was it Jersey or Guernsey? It's Guernsey, wasn't it? Guernsey. Tenerife. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And this time okay. next month, we'll be getting ready to go to America. Ooh, So, yeah. Yeah. I do love a good holiday. Yes, I'm very jealous. I'm very jealous because you guys get to go away. Uh, but instead, we just have to pay for nursery fees. So that's good. Um, but I am going on holiday at the end of next month as well. I'm going to Portugal for two and a half weeks. <gasps> Ooh, that's such yes, a decent time. It is. I'm very excited. Uh, and it'll be Sophia's proper first holiday abroad because we took her when she was four months. Yes. And that was when you, you were in. Where were you? Somewhere. For, for. Somewhere. You were somewhere near Lanzarote or Tenerife or something. Was it just before lockdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were in uh, Lagomero. Oh, and then that was we nowhere near enough. Okay, yeah. Uh, yes, because we were both abroad, weren't we? We were both kind of messaging yeah, each we other. Yeah, messaging what's happening. What's happening? What's happening? Yeah. What's happening? What have you heard? What have you heard? Uh, so, so that was, yeah, because we were supposed to go abroad for like. I think we were supposed to go for like a month and a half and uh, unfortunately we only managed 10 days before Boris was pretty much telling us that he was going to shut the borders. So we all rushed back, didn't we? And uh, yeah, that was mm. Sophia's first holiday when she was four months old. And yeah, this one's going to be her proper first holiday on a plane and everything. Uh, oh, she's going to love it. Oh, well, I hope so. Uh, she's going through a very, very dramatic... Uh, Madonna stage at the moment. Lots of. I've been doing that for forty-five years. <laughs> well, maybe she learned it from you. 
<laughs> the tantrums are unreal at the moment. But anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so we're going on holiday too. It's so exciting. Um, but everybody loves a good holiday, don't they? It's a really <sighs> one thing you kind of look everywhere. forward to, isn't it? It's like the one thing that keeps you going at work when it's really miserable. And you think, four more weeks and I'll be on holiday. Everybody thinks that, don't they? Everybody has that goal. Yes, yeah. It's, it's so that, important. It's the little things like turning you out of office on. Oh, I love that oh, feeling. I love it. Love it. Love it. That's Just, such a nice feeling. And yeah. I love the, I love the, you know, when you've packed your suitcase all neatly and you've got everything and you've got like little brand new bottles of shampoo and the brand new clothes that yeah. you've been saving for holiday that you haven't worn yet because you wanted to save it for the holly bobs. I mean, Warren tends to pack because he has a way of packing. <laughs> so I just kind of sit with a glass of wine assist and degree oh. I think is mine <laughs> is the way I deal with it uh, I bet he does pack a beautiful suitcase so you know no 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 complaints here at all but <laughs> I don't tend to I like turning the out of office on I'm weird that I don't get excited until I'm kind of through security at the airport and, and which just... airport? The one this side or, or other side? Oh, this side. Like this side. when I'm sat down with a drink. Okay, when you're in the lounge. And the bags are gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've done all the things you need to do check in, security. Yes. That's when I'm like, now I can relax. Yes, so, so what, so, I mean, you and I have been on quite a few holidays together, and I think we're quite compatible uh, holiday makers. We, I think so. Yeah, we tend to go work quite well. We like to get to the airport, you know, not not massively early, but early enough so we can sit and have a nice, good drink in the lounge. Yeah, I don't, and I never have had to run through an airport. That would fill me with. Yes, me too. My anxiety would be astronomically yeah. high. Don't right. like that. <laughs> it would probably ruin the start of the holiday because I don't think I'd calm down for yeah. a number of days. <laughs> The anxiety of a bit. We nearly missed the plane. I mean, we nearly missed the plane. <laughs> but we didn't. But we nearly did. Yeah. So, no. I don't mind getting early. No, me as neither. As the drink is flowing. It's absolutely fine. That's it. If there's a lounge there to sit in. Yes. I yeah. do love a lounge. Yes. A few couple of nibbles. Little bevs, you know. Yeah. Who doesn't love a little bottle of wine? <laughs> Come on. I love a huge bottle of wine. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So what are your, like, essentials for... in your hand luggage for the plane, for the flight? Like, what for do you the flight. So, absolutely essential. Fully charged phone slash iPad... Depending yeah. on what length of the flight you see. So if it's short haul, a phone will do. But if it's long haul, iPad. Because obviously I know in long haul you get the, the in-flight movie system and all that. But what if there's nothing yeah. on there you want to watch? So I'd rather have my own choices as well on offer. Very so good. obviously too. And then obviously you need noise cancelling headphones because all the babies and all that. I mean, I can't talk to my mum now. But all the babies and all the screaming toddlers and snoring people and all the annoying sounds that you hear on a plane so it needs to be noise cancelling headphones and I would say also 
Pack of cards. Do enjoy okay. a game of cards on the flight sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say that's mine. Oh, and a credit card so I can get any top ups if I need. Yes. Very important. No, I think we're pretty much the same. Fully charged. Make sure all my pl- good playlists are yes, downloaded. Yeah. Ready to go. I will have totally done like a holiday playlist. I might have even done a flight playlist. Yes, yes. So that's all sorted out. I could take a book. Mm hmm, mm hmm. I can definitely read on a plane. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if I'm flying on my own, which I have done quite a bit in the past, reading is a really good kind of don't even don't think even about try talking to me. Yeah. Yes. No, you don't. Like, even if it's someone turning to me and going, "I'm a really nervous flyer and I think I might die," which I'm reading. I'm reading this book, so if you could just <laughs> noise cancelling headphones on. Oh. Yeah, talk to the person on the other side. That would be amazing. That would be the window. Uh, yeah. Well, see, I know. I I used to take. I'd take my Kindle because, like, books sometimes are a bit chunky on a plane because you don't have that much sort of space, do you? So I sometimes would take my Kindle. True. Yeah. Mm. But and in terms of um, eating and drinking, are you quite a Heavy drinker on a flight? Uh, might depend on who I'm with. <laughs> Not looking at anybody in particular. Uh, <laughs> you literally were staring at me. <laughs> um, yeah, it depends. Yeah, well, I think I mean, if I'm with my, I think with Sophia, I probably won't be. Oh, uh, no, because you'd be that mother. I'd be that mother. So, and also, I'm going with my parents, and obviously, I don't want the judgment, the discerning looks, you know. And yeah. All that. Um. So yeah, no, I don't think I, I. We don't drink that heavily on a flight, do we? I mean, the last time I was on a flight, I drank non-stop. Because okay, yeah, but you were in a whole had to different wear level. A face mask. Oh yeah, that's Unless tough. you were consuming food or drink. Mm-hmm. So we just ate and drank for the entire flight. <laughs> Do you have Pretty to wear much. them still? Do you have to wear masks no. still? No. Oh, that's good. I think it's all gone now. Because we're so. going to America next month, and it depends on where you're travelling to. So if they have legislation around wearing masks where you're going to, then I think... You do, but America have got rid of their face mask wearing. Right. Thing. Yeah, I think we. So I, th- I don't think fine. we have to. We'll have to check that. Oh, I don't know. So, so obviously we're quite good flyers. Obviously, we neither of us have really a fear of flying, do we? Not really. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't like a a dodgy landing. <laughs> I quite like it to just be like. <laughs> Let's just smooth it down. I mean, I've been on once before where you can tell that the pilot's just like, let's just land this thing. And there's been a bit of a boom. I don't mind a bit of that, but if it's a bit swayy. Yeah, swaying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swaying on the way in. I'm a bit like, oh God, just please, just, you know, just touch down, please, 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 please. And anyone that claps, they need to get in the sea immediately. That's <laughs> so, I will admit, I have clapped before. 
but I think I have a justified reason. Oh, God, was it <laughs> the worst flight ever or something? Uh, lightning struck the, the plane. Okay, I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> the whole yeah. plane shot up with lightning. It was insane. It was in America. We were flying from... Oh, I think it was we were flying from New York. No, we were flying from Washington to Florida. Uh, and I'm going to drop a massive clang right now. I went to the White House in Washington. Clang. What, on a coach yes. trip? You what, sorry? <laughs> on a coach trip? <laughs> you went to the White House? I went to the White House. I met uh, Bill Clinton. I didn't meet the president. I met his dog, which was, to me, way more interesting. <laughs> Uh, we went for a presentation at the White House. Um, <laughs> Maybe Bill was busy, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Bill was definitely busy. <laughs> he was oh, okay. way too busy for us. He uh, was playing his harmonica. Yeah, I went with... T- harmonica um, Lewinsky. No. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think it was before that. I think he got. it was before he got discovered. Um, yeah, I went with James Redmond and uh, What's a Flace from Hollyoaks. There was two Hollyoaks... Actors. Wait a minute, you're banging on about the White House, and then you just throw in, oh, I was there with you before Hollyoaks. I think we all know what the bigger deal is here. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, so we flew across. Met people from Hollyoaks. Yeah, we had a good bounce, and then. And then we were flying down from Washington after going to the White House clan. Uh, We were going down to stay as host um, with our hosts. Walt Disney, uh, not the man who obviously is dead, uh, but Walt Disney hosted the group uh, in Disney World, Florida, uh, and we went to the research centre there as well, and that was the whole tour bit. Um, and yeah, it was when we were flying from Washington to Florida to Orlando, and we were in really, it was like torrential tropical weather, it was like a proper thunderstorm, and the tip of the plane, the wing, got hit by lightning and the whole plane just it was almost like it just got massively it was just like a huge flash of lightning it was the whole plane just went and it was terrifying and I I wasn't even my mum and dad it was just me and my sister and obviously all these other people like it was terrifying so when we got when we all landed like you just got compelled to clap (laughs) everybody was just clapping no that's that's fine. But when Is that it's allowed? Like Ryanair. <laughs> yeah. You've been on the flight for two hours. You know, it's, it's, they do this like hundreds of times a day. Like, let's just chill. Yeah, but, but they have that announcement. Li- struck by lightning. Yeah, you'll definitely get a pass out for that. Yeah, one. thanks. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Yes, no, that's my only time I have clapped. But yeah, on Ryanair, they do that little announcement. They go do 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 another airline or, or a Ryanair flight arrived on time. It's like yeah, because you probably add about twenty five minutes onto the flight time, so everyone arrives on time because then you don't have to pay anybody mm. compensation. Yeah. Bastards. Yes, I think they are. Yeah. Bastards. Scum of the air. Anyway. Bastards. Anyway. <laughs> So, I think okay. we've established what kind of clients <laughs> they are. I think we have firmly I can definitely remember it. being on holiday with you and, like, you know, or being in the airport and be like, no, we have a plan and this is what we do and this is how it's done and don't mess with the plan. Yeah. 
I'm all about yeah. the queuing system. There's always a timing for the queuing system as well. Mm-hmm. That was that was the big one for me. So obviously, I'm a little relaxed with everything else if people need to do stuff. But yes, there's, there is a plan. There's a finely tuned, executed, well-known system. Mm-hmm. And it works every time. And you need to leave time for airport shopping as well. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, we needed to prove the alcohol. I tend to ne- I don't buy magazines anymore. But no. I would quite like a little airport magazine. Or like trashy magazine. If you're going on a swimming pool, beach holiday. Mm-hmm. Trashy magazines. Yeah, I can understand that. I'm. Do you know what? I, ironically, saying I did fashion at university, I'm not really a magazine person. I never really have been. No. No. No, I like it. If you go on a really trashy holiday as well, and because you know you kind of get to know people around the pool. Yeah. Like if someone's got different magazines to you, or um, newer magazines, then you can do a bit of a swapsy trade trade off. Yeah, so the stories that you're reading, like, there might be an update. Uh. <laughs> and you could be like, oh, God, oh, Katie Price has been arrested again. Oh, my <laughs> God. <sighs> yeah. So, oh. all that stuff is just live for it, basically. Yeah. Anyway, so that's flying. Mm. Right. So, what is, what's been your, in your 45 years of life, what's been your best holiday, mm. Pip? It's a very difficult question, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, every time I've been to Greece, I've loved it. Mm-hmm. There's just something about Greece, the culture, so laid back. It's and beautiful. you can't help but relax, mm-hmm. I think. It's just everywhere seems to be beautiful. Everywhere seems to have a gorgeous view. The food is amazing. The sea is is the best blue you've ever seen. Yeah. So I've always loved any Greece holiday. And a holiday to Greece also means, generally, that you're going to relax and you're going to chill out, Um, which is always, you know, what a holiday should be. Mm -hmm. Um... But I think I'm probably about to go on the best holiday I've ever been on. So, um, yeah. Are you going so to tell the listeners American. what the plan is? What you guys are doing? What you're up to on this amazing holiday? Oh, so well, it's been postponed twice. Third time lucky. Um, but yeah, we're going to America. We are flying to San Francisco, and then we are driving down to, like, Santa Cruz, San Diego, Hollywood, um, Palm Springs, then flying back to Napa Valley, doing some wine tasting, and then San Francisco for four nights, and then flying home. Well, that sounds sensational. Yeah. It's wow. 
holiday of a lifetime i've never been to the west coast i've i've always done i've done a lot of the east coast i've done a lot of central but i've never flown west i don't know why no, but I've yeah i've never been west i've only ever done new york and miami i've done new york about three or four times mm-hmm. and i've been to miami once but la never and, and just anyone that you talk to or anyone mm-hmm. that we've talked to when we've been planning this holiday they're just like, oh my god, okay, you have to do this, 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 and this. Because when we start planning the holiday, we had one plan, and it's just oh, has grown it? into well, we have to, we have to stop there because everyone says you have to stop there. And so yeah, it's it's changing, but um, I've always, 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 always wanted to go to San Francisco. Yeah, and um, my kind of deal breaker was that if we're in. California, then I have to go to Hollywood. <laughs> I just have to. <laughs> I, have to. I have to see that sign. I have to see the stars on the Walk of Fame. I have to just do it like proper trashy stuff, tourist stuff. Okay, so I the... I need to request one thing from you. You need na- need to take a picture of the Oppenheim Group shop thing front. Oppenheim Group shop thing front. So, have you not watched Selling Sunset? Um, no. Oh, what? (laughs) Judging massively right now. How have you not watched Selling Sunset? Oh my god, it's amazing. Okay, so, uh, Netflix recommendation for Philip Rag coming at you. Selling Sunset. (laughs) Put it on your favourites right now. Okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, so the Oppenheim group are the sort of the letting a the selling agents for ridiculously thousand thousands of million dollar houses and I just I know I know the uh, I know the I know the story it's so good so yeah you totally need to watch that and I'd like a photo of their uh, you can't call it a shop because it's not a shop you don't go to a shop you go to estate agents but over there they're not called estate agents I don't really know what they're called Realtors, aren't they? Realtors. Okay, realtors. realtors. So yeah, that'd be my request, please, for your uh, upcoming favourite and slash best holiday ever. Okay. And right back at you. What's, your best what's my favourite one? So again, it's it's like you said that it's context, isn't it? It's kind of like what's the best holiday you've ever been on? <sighs> like, probably the best adventure. I've been on... Well, there's even two of them. Because I did three months of interrailing when I was my, in my gap year around Europe. And that was, like, insane. It was amazing. Sounds uh, it. Yeah. Three that months. Was just three right. months of just travelling around Europe. And you have this ticket that can just take you on any train anywhere. So, like, for example, we'd, we'd kind of got an itinerary in place. But then, for example, we got off... We were going to spend a couple of nights in Milan. Got off in Milan... The weather was rubbish. We didn't really like it. There was a guy being really mean to my friend. And we literally got on the train and went up to Austria instead. God. It was that. It was incredible. You were literally living this sort of like transient lifestyle of just kind of like hopping on trains whenever you wanted. It was incredible. We were staying in these like crazy hostels. I mean, the great thing is that that young people can still do that now. Like, There's not been a stupid, ridiculous vote that stops people (laughs) just freely travelling around wherever they want. Oh, no. Hang on a minute. Um, well, you were very lucky. You were lucky. Yes, 
Yes, exactly. So that was amazing. But then for my 30th, I don't know if you remember this when I was with my ex, uh, we did a huge road trip in America because I've always wanted to do hire yeah. a uh, top, um, what do you call it, convertible car uh, and do like a massive road trip in America. So, and it was my American sister Katie's wedding and she got married in Savannah in Georgia and we had this amazing Southern Belle wedding uh, where I was one of 10 bridesmaids and it was filmed for... Uh, what do you call it? Save Yes for the Dress? Is that the programme? The TLC programme? Yeah. Okay, so it was filmed by that. It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe that I was on TV about this stupid programme. Anyway, don't matter. Uh, so it was a fab day and all Katie's friends are massive drinkers. So I had a load of fun. And then, yeah, we hired this convertible and we drove down from Savannah in Georgia all the way down and we we stopped off in loads of different places. So we went to Jacksonville, we went to Daytona, we went to um, Orlando, we went to Tampa, we went to Miami, we went down right the way down to the islands. Oh my God, it was so good. It was like an awesome adventure, you know, and all in a convertible with an excellent playlist, may I add. So yeah, I mean, I would say those two were kind of my best because like you were saying about uh, your trip that you're doing with Warren like it's all it's all the places that you want to go on all the places that everybody else has said oh you've got to stop here you've got to see this you've got to do that you know yeah and I think it's just for me you know it's like a holiday that I never thought I would probably be able to do yeah that's amazing yeah it's like an accomplishment as well and so it's like you know I've saved up my pennies yeah. And we're going on a really big holiday. And it's not just, you know, not being shady, but it's not like a budget. Package beach holiday, budget, Ryanair, EasyJet, extravaganza. It's like, let's go and stay in some really nice places and. I Why not? See San Francisco for the first time. Work. But that's amazing yeah. and it's so nice and you deserve it. You know, you. I think it's like, well, like you say, when you've worked hard to save you money and you've been, you know, really dedicated to that, to something you've always wanted to do, it's a dream come true and it's, you know, so exciting. Yes. So, yeah, so I'll report back on that. Yes. When we get back in July, oh my God. When are you, reti- what date are you returning, do you know? the 16th of July oh my gosh so yeah okay so be yeah so you're missing pride as well like London pride that is I am but I don't think I would have been there anyway because it's kind of when I get back it's literally two weeks to Brighton pride and that is oh it'd be crazy oh it's a big one oh it's a big one Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah fair enough Oh, so yes, fair enough. It was uh, just a question I was thinking about. We're starting to do pride planning at work. So I just thought I'd ask. So, okay, so that was sort of like your like fave best or, you know, going to be best holiday. Uh, have you had any rubbish holidays? Any that you just think, oh my God, it was the worst time ever? I mean, I don't think... We were talking about this before we pressed record. I don't think I always have been on holiday with really great people mm-hmm. like my friends <laughs> so 
even if somewhere is a bit shit, as long as you're with your mates, I mean, you can laugh about how mm-hmm. <laughs> awful it is. Um, so yeah, I've definitely been to places where, I mean, I would never go back again. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of going abroad and being confronted with the only Fools and Horses bar, the EastEnders bar, the Benio oh, bar, oh, yeah, countless Irish that. bars, and just be like, ugh, with like places with sound, signs outside going like, we sell those baked beans, all that kind of like, oh my, like, what's the point in coming on holiday? Yeah. Um, so that, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, but yeah, I think it's even the worst places. As long as you're with a fun group, you can have fun. And if you've been to places and had a really awful time, in spite of all that, then you know, get better friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah I don't. Oh, I don't know. Mega it's difficult. Love. Yeah. Mega love is a hellhole. I would never want to go back. There you yeah. go. No, I'm quite like you. I admit that sort of the places where there are, you know, the um, the Union Jack signs outside the bars and things, and it's just Sky Sports. Oh God, yeah, that literally sends shivers down my spine. And I just think we are destroying all culture. Um. So yes, yeah. no, I agree with that. Um. I have to say one of the worst holidays I've ever had and it sounds awful and bless her it wasn't her fault it was my friend Sarai's Hendu and it was uh, we had it in Barcelona which sounds amazing and it was for the first three days mm. and then the ash cloud hit can you remember the ash cloud that happened? <gasps> yes and yes. so at the time full disclosure I I was recovering from a breakdown and I was on quite heavy medication and I had only taken enough medication for the three days and we were out there for six we were trapped for six so if you can quite imagine (laughs) the state I was in um, and we had nowhere to stay because all the hotels were fully booked we had to rent. We literally walked into a bar and someone said, hey, my friend's just gone away for the weekend. Why don't you borrow her flat? It was some Spanish dude. We gave him 200 euros between the eight of us. Oh, wow. And just literally stayed there. Half of us had run out of money because obviously we weren't planning on staying there that long and it was kind of back when you'd have you know you'd take out money and and stuff like that um, like yeah you'd, you know because yeah, you'd be like i can't withdraw money at all because yeah it cost me a exactly and, and so i hadn't like, taken my debit card or anything i think two girls had brought credit cards and that was it and we were all fairly young and yeah it was i mean to give everybody their due they did make as light of it as possible and we were kind of you know like you were saying like if we were with friends you make fun of things and but I have to say that was the most challenging time I've ever had to face on holiday even to the point that my mum and dad were in Portugal at the time and my dad was willing was working out if he could drive from the villa in Portugal in the Algarve to Barcelona to come pick me up oh my God. and that is like days worth of driving 
like two and a half days or something. But did you ever see Sarah Millican's bit of stand-up about when she... Because she was stranded in Australia. No. Oh, my God. No, I didn't. So she... she, I think she was probably doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And um, she said, you don't get a lot of sympathy from your friends back home if you're like... You were stranded in Australia for three (laughs) weeks. Yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, but listen to the word, stranded. I mean, you could be stranded on the end of Brad Pitt's cock, but you'd want to come home eventually (laughs) for snacks, if nothing else. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, true. So, yeah, but the ash cloud thing went on for ages, didn't it? Yeah, we we were very lucky because Saray, the the hen, she, her mum's sister, I think, was worked for BA, and we we got on one of the very first flights out of Barcelona, and we literally had to camp up at the airport. It was over a day. We were just sat in the airport waiting. Yeah. It was awful. I'd run out of contact lenses. You know, we were having to, like, go into the bathrooms to get water and we were stressing of whether we could drink the water because they'd run out of bottled water oh, in the, uh, yeah. in the some, airport. Some airports aren't great. Exactly. In certain areas of the world in terms of their facilities. Exactly. And can you imagine that we're not the only ones there? You know. I know, and there's just people everywhere. Oh, God. No, yes, but, it was her. her so yes, unfortunately, I know there are bigger problems in the world. But hey, don't hate the player, hate the game. That's <laughs> very true. So so yeah. So I'd say, unfortunately, for I mean, the first three days were amazing. We had so much fun. We dressed up, and it was all that kind of like hen do stuff. Um, but yes, the end of it was quite possibly the most harrowing thing I've been through abroad. So there you go. Uh, extreme. So, okay, so moving on, let's not dwell on the worst and let's move into the controverse. Uh, mm. Give me your guilty pleasure holiday. What's the kind of holiday that people that you blow? Oh, God, I don't want to tell people I like that, but I really do. Well, I mean, it's no secret amongst my friends that I've been to, I've had my fair share of Grand Canaria. <laughs> I've had several people's fair share of Gran Canaria. I was going to say. <laughs> yes. I've had my fair share of people in Gran Canaria. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. True I mean, Any gays listening will know that Gran Canaria is particularly popular with the gays because, you know, we clearly have internalised homophobia. Um... <laughs> So yeah, I've been there quite a few times for Pride. Uh, there is a area in a resort, a thing in Great Canary called the Yumbo Centre. Oh yes. Which is what it is. <laughs> uh, what's what's uh, the bar called? The one uh, with all the musicals and things that you always tell me that I would love. Oh, Centre Stage. Centre Stage. the one that's got your name written all over it. Yeah. But yeah, it's like Hitler's Bunker with gay bars in it. And um, (laughs) no one can hear you scream. Um, (laughs) And yeah. But I have, as I said before in my previous 
answer to the last question, it's not where you are, it's who you're with. And so mm-hmm. I've always been to Guadalcanal with amazing people. And even when we were trying to come up with an escape plot to get off the island, <laughs> we still laughed about it. Um, so, yeah, I suppose that's my guilty pleasure. But I do think my days... Of Grand Canary might be done yeah. now. I have done it a lot. I mean, anyone that accuses me of being boring, I have to. Do, I've done it <laughs> within an inch of its life. So, yes, you've yeah. certainly done. Onward, I think you're fair share. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what's your um, guilty pleasure? So, I think you probably won't be surprised at mine. Oh, God, is it Disney? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can turn any conversation around to Disney. It's, my, it's like my skill really with can. Madonna. You can... It's like, oh, God, don't go and sit and talk to them. They're going to talk to you about Madonna and Disney. Yes. Well, it's a good combination. Uh, So I would say that, I mean, as you know, um, I have been to Disney uh, double digits uh, in terms of visits. And that's just Florida. So I've been to both. I haven't been to... How many digits in money have you spent there? (laughs) Well, can you imagine, knowing me as you do... Can I tell you that there was one trip where I bought a Tigger who had his own seat on the flight home? He was that what? big. <laughs> That's like crazy celebrity behaviour. <laughs> Literally, he had his own seat. Yep. That's like, I don't know, that's like a celebrity like thing. Oh no, I put that seat, that's where my oxygen is. <laughs> Yeah, when Don't I think back now, that was quite. Yeah, and I was I was twenty two when I bought him, <laughs> so it was like not when I was a kid. <laughs> what? I know. To be honest, honestly, going to Disney when you're an adult is amazing. And I mean, in France, if you remember, I went for my thirtieth uh, with some of our friends, and you refused to come, but they served <laughs> wine and beer. I don't know why you didn't come. Yeah, but our friend Paul said that you were like a crazed woman <laughs> in the gift shop. Yeah, I was a bit. Yeah. And I've I seen you in a gift shop. <laughs> and I can't imagine what it was like at Disney. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, it was just like, I don't know. Like, I can imagine it being like, you know that scene in Home Alone where the family are in a rush to make it for the plane and they're all rushing around going mental? That's, I imagine, you in the gift shop at Disney. Yeah, like, knocking kids, She's over there, flying. no, she's over there, no, she's over there, no, she's over there. <laughs> yeah. You, you just keep running past them, throwing things, going, hold that. Yeah, well, uh, did I ever, I don't know if I ever told you, uh, well, you um, we must have told you this, because Andy loves to tell the story. So there was Andy, Paul, me and my friend Amanda, and we had all driven across in my car to Disneyland Paris, and we <laughs> were coming back and we got stopped at the border. Because obviously they weigh the cars when they go in and they weigh the cars coming back and obviously our car was considerably heavier. And they yeah, thought they probably thought you were opening like a 
bootleg Disney store. No, they thought we were carrying drugs because we had so many Disney bags. They thought they were, so they had to open all the Disney bags thinking that they were going to find like cocaine. Did they have to call for backup? (laughs) So they (laughs) stopped us and searched us. They actually searched our car. Oh my god. (laughs) Because we had so many Disney bags. So, yeah. I hope they didn't Uh, rub a glove goofy. Talk about all that way. <laughs> Gosh, nifty. I know, but I love him. Uh, goofy or Paul? Definitely both. Uh, um, I need to stop drinking this gin. <laughs> I, think. I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah. God. So, yes, I would say that when you're in Disney, it's where you are and not who you're with. Because <laughs> you can just have fun there. And literally, yeah, you don't, I mean, you underestimate yeah. how much booze is available in America, in Florida, and in France. In France, it's way more available. But you can still get drunk at Disney. And it, I have to say, it's the most fun drunk I've been in ages. It was so good. Wicked fun. Mm. I have been to. Disneyland Paris but I was too young to drink oh see so maybe we should do that maybe we should just go I'll, I'll introduce you and then you can make a judgement call I'd quite like that because I went with my mum and um, I mean I say I was young I don't think I was that young but <laughs> um, my mum just always she claims to forget this but um, it was back in the days where you had to like put a film in a camera. Oh, yeah. Okay? And she was a bit confused about how to put the film in the camera, so she went to the Kodak store. Kiosk. Yeah. Kiosk. Um, handed over the camera to the very helpful man and then just started laughing in his face because his name was Dong. <laughs> and I was like, Mum, Mum, what are you laughing at? Oh, I love your mum so much. She was laughing at. (laughs) Your mum is literally the best. She can barely stand up. It's absolutely humiliating. Poor old Dong. Oh, Dong. Poor Dong. I mean, all the time. Who? I mean, did his mum really know what was going to happen to him working in Disney? (laughs) (sighs) Ding Dong. Ding Dong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Anyway. Anyway, what are we talking about now? I've got no idea. I don't. I mean, this fog wine. (laughs) No offense to the French. No, yeah, we're probably putting our foot in this this episode. Uh, So maybe we should wrap it up then. On episode forty of two bottles in. It's a shame. I know. Okay. Well, next time, Pippi, maybe we could maybe do one in person. Oh, ooh, that would be exciting, wouldn't it? And we could actually physically drink two bottles of, like, something as we used to do. Yes, I've got lots of this frog wine. Yes, I'm very up for frog wine. <laughs> Sounds fine to drink the frog wine. It's, it's very drinkable. Yes, as long as it's chilled very... in the cabinet at, a, at the optimum temperature. Oh, hello. I know, darling, I know. <laughs> we need to fill okay. the entire thing. Well, well, thank you very much for listening to episode 40 <laughs> of Two Bottles In. Uh, <laughs> if you have liked this rant, um, please 
like it and share it and uh, spread the word and link it and subscribe it and blah 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 we will be back next month. Yes, we've been quite good. We've been doing them each month. Well, yeah, I mean, we hit it right at the end of the month. Yeah, but, you know, at least we did it. But we can we, say we, we did it. We do it, we do it. Don't want to let down our number one and only fan. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Warren, we've done it. It's okay. <laughs> we've done it. Okay, well, thank you very much. And guys, we'll see you later. As Philip says, remember to subscribe to listen to our next update. And we'll see you later. Bye.